Creatures of the universe, welcome to the second episode of the Bitch Keep Witching podcast. My name is Mariana Whitmore. I am your host, and I am so excited to be here, and I'm so glad that you're here with me. So, welcome, bitches, witches, and everybody. I hope that you've been having a really, really good day today. And if you're not, I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah, these past few weeks have been. Definitely something. (laughs) Definitely something. I guess that's why it took me a little bit longer to make this new episode. Originally, I was going to do this um, second episode on Tuesday, but just life has been definitely crazy at the moment. So I didn't really get around to it until now. And part of it is mental health, of course. This is a space where we can talk about not just, you know, magic, witchcraft and all that cool stuff, but also mental health, you know. I just want to come on here and say I've been feeling sucky. Yeah, it's the truth. I've been feeling kind of sucky. And even though I am super excited to be doing this podcast and I am super excited to be, you know, starting new cycles in my life and new moments, whatever. I'm scared. I'm scared because it's, you know, change. And change brings chaos with it. And man, that sometimes can be scary. But at the same time, I am excited because I'm ready. Even though I'm scared, I'm ready. And I know it's definitely like a weird ass paradox, being scared and ready at the same time to do something. But I guess life is a paradox. At least that's what I think. So... If any of y'all are having a bad time, I feel you. Maybe that can help somebody not feel that sucky. Knowing that somebody else is down in the dumps with you and trying our best to get the fuck out. Alright, so with that being said and out of the way, that brings me to what I actually want to talk to you about today in this episode. This is something that I find super interesting, something that is very dear to my heart and something very personal. And that is, what is witchcraft? What has witchcraft meant for the rest of the world? And what witchcraft means to me? You know, how it pertains to my life and what I think witchcraft is. I will be talking about what witchcraft is and what witchcraft isn't and specifically what it is and isn't for me. I believe that most of us, if not all of us, know that witchcraft is a very, very, very personal thing to each of us. So let's get into it. All right, so I decided that for shits and giggles, it would be a good idea to look for the definition of witchcraft on Google. And I found This specific one by the Merriam-Webster Dictionary that I found hilarious. So it says, definition of witchcraft, the use of sorcery or magic, communication with the devil or a familiar, an irresistible influence or fascination, 
rituals and practices that incorporate the belief in magic and that are associated especially with neo-pagan traditions and religions such as Wicca. Or less commonly, witchcraft, a tradition or religion that involves a practice of witchcraft. All right, kind of like no duh, Captain Obvious, but okay. Anyway, so I found this definition extraordinarily hilarious, specifically for the second one, communication with the devil or a familiar. All right, <laughs> communication with the devil? Really? Do people still think that we communicate with the devil and we make pacts with him and we sell our souls and we give him our blood and we kiss his second face that just happens to be in his butt? Do people think that we kiss ass to become witches? Do Does the world really, really seriously believe us? To be like devil worshippers? Oh, gosh. And of course, that's a rhetorical question because I know that the world still believes that we are devil worshippers. And newsflash, we are not devil worshippers. Not all of us. Definitely not most of us. I am almost sure that 99% of us are not devil worshippers. Heck, most of us don't even have a religion. Most of us come from Christianity. Most of us come from, I mean, total different backgrounds that are not about devil worshipping. And I mean, do some witches communicate with Lucifer? Yeah. And that is totally okay. And that is what they choose to do. And that's their prerogative. But Lucifer is not Satan. Lucifer is not the devil. Actually, I kind of want to talk about the meaning of the word Satan, because Satan does not mean, you know, the devil with horns that lives in hell and is going to take you down there with him because you weren't good enough. Actually, what the word Satan means is adversary, enemy. It says here, from the Greek Satanas, from Hebrew Satan, adversary, one who plots against another, from Satan to show enmity, to oppose, plot against, one who opposes, obstructs, or acts as an adversary. And that's what Satan, the word Satan, means. It is not the devil. So if you think about it, by the actual meaning of the word Satan, we are all our own Satans, baby. Mm-hmm, yeah. And just to put it out there, if there's anybody out there that by crazy circumstances of destiny is listening to me right now, that happens to be not too fond of witchcraft. No, we do not eat babies. We do not eat children. Okay? Let me tell you right now, I want children of my own. I love children. I am a witch. And I would never eat a child. I would never eat a human being. Ew. Gross. Ugh. That makes me want to gag. Ugh. 
There's people that think that we eat children. Like, why the fuck would we eat a child? Seriously? I mean, come on. They are sticky. They get dirty. Some of them smell poopy. No! Why the fuck would we eat them? That's gross. Absolutely gross. Besides, they are too fucking cute, okay? They are too motherfucking cute. We do not eat children. Let me tell you something else that we do not do either. We do not fly around in brooms. And that is a bummer. Fuck, I would love to fly around in a broom. Hell yeah, if I could. Fuck yeah. I mean, come on. Not pay gas. Be able to fly around. Just get my broom. Hey, honey, I'm just gonna go fly around and gonna go, you know, casually to Paris. I'll bring you something. Yeah, I'm taking the broom. No, don't worry about it. I don't need a plane. Yeah, and then just, you know, go fly around in a broom. That's amazing. I would totally do that. I would totally motherfucking do that if I could. But guess what? I can't. I can't, damn it. I can't. And if you can tell, that makes me really fucking angry. Although, hey, listen, if by some crazy fucking miracle, there is a witch or a group of witches that just happens to know how and flies around in brooms, um, hit me the fuck up. Help a girl in need. Help a witch that happens to be broke and does not want to pay for gas. Yes, I would love to fly around in a broom. No, I motherfucking can't. And actually, by now, some of you might be wondering, like, what the fuck, Mariana? Why would you even mention the broom thing? Because it's obvious, right, that witches can't fly around in brooms. That's just, like, fantasy. Well, you would think, you know, that it's obvious that we can't. It's obvious that witches don't fly around in brooms. However, in my family, I was told by somebody that they believe that witches fly around in brooms. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't a child either. It was a grown adult that told me that they believe that witches fly around in brooms. So that's why I'm mentioning it, because there are people that believe that we fly around in brooms. And this is not something that I heard that people have said. No, 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 no. This is something that was said to me directly. Whenever I told them, like, hey, I think I might be a witch. And this person totally went crazy and was like, no, you are not a witch because witches are evil and they fly around in brooms. And I'm like, um, <clears throat> no, they don't. And they're like, yeah, they do. They fly around in brooms and they're mean and crazy and evil and you cannot be a witch. And I'm like, uh, okay. So... Yeah, that's why I'm even mentioning it. Ridiculous, but uh, yeah. So, there you go. We can't fly on brooms either. Damn it. Wish I could, but can't. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I'm just appalled. Obviously, I know that the world still thinks that we communicate with the devil and that we are mean and evil and horrible. And I kind of know why that is. 
There's a lot of misinformation about witchcraft, about witches floating around in the world, floating around just freely in the internet. There's a lot of fear being put into people's minds by groups or religions that I do not wish to specify because I do not want to offend anybody. Um, but I am pretty sure we all know who I'm talking about. And they spread misinformation and they spread this fear because they themselves are misinformed and they themselves are fearful, which in itself is actually pretty sad. Anything that is other, anything that is not of their religion just automatically becomes the devil's work and devil worshippers, and that could not be further from the truth. I myself still believe in Yahweh, the Christian God, Jesus, however you choose to call him, but that is something that I choose to do. I also recently started working with Hecate and with Artemis, and they are amazing. That is something that I chose to do. But that does not mean that I work with the devil. Most of us, if not all of us, do not work with the devil. You know, the Christian devil. Just, we don't. It's not like we're a cult. We are not a cult. We're not even a religion. This is a craft. It's different. I really, really want to make that clear. Because that's a very very sad misconception. You know, it's a very Hollywood, a very Hollywood-esque misconception. You know, the crazier the witches are in their movies, the better the ratings. Of course, if there's like a horror movie with a crazy witch running rampant that yells, Hail Satan burns the whole city to the ground and then projectile vomits blood. Yeah, that's going to bring you a lot of ratings. But of course, that gives you like the really bad ideas of what witches are. And we are not like that, believe me. Honestly, let me tell you something. Most of us are really fucking nice. <laughs> if you take the time to know us, like you would take the time to know any other single human being, you would know that most of us are just nice and pleasant. And some of us are geeky and some of us just fucking love nature. And some of us are obsessed with animals and we're just like little balls of sunshine. Most of us, not all of us. Some of us are meanies. Mm -hmm. Yep, some of us are mean. And let me tell you why. Because we're human. Hello. There's mean people everywhere. Everywhere you go, there's going to be a meanie. And you know what? That's just life. That's humanity. There's mean people everywhere. So what would make you think that witches don't have minis in their packs? Of course we have meanies. Of course there's bad witches. Of course there's people that are going to make you want to go like, eh, 
you know, that's a little iffy. I just, I, I don't want to really, you know, fuck with them. And that's okay. And you steer clear from those people and that's it. But that doesn't mean that we're bad. That doesn't mean that we're crazy or devil worshippers or just bad people altogether. Now I'm going to tell you something. There's also a lot of people that are super horrible and mean in churches. <laughs> Religioustrauma.com, but yeah, it's true. Churchers are kind of a hot spot for meanies. <laughs> and that sounds funny. But it's, yeah, it's the reality. And there's a lot of religious trauma to unpack. I do not think that I'm the only one with religious trauma. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother episode. All right, so now that we already tackled that out of the way, and we already established what witchcraft isn't, I want to talk about what witchcraft is to me. Witchcraft for me, how it looks in my life, is taking your power and using it. Really, really, you know, taking the power that is within you, wielding it to however you need it to show up for you in that moment, making use of it. Of course, obviously, always having respect for yourself and for nature and your surroundings, you know, the people around you. But it's using your power to help you in whatever situation you are at that moment. Because we are all born with power. Yes, we are. And I think most of us that are here know that. And we know for a fact that we are not just bodies, right? We are first spirit and then we are bodies. We are spirits having an earthly experience. So of course we're going to have power. Of course we're going to be connected with something way, way higher than, than just, you know, a physical little tiny flesh sack. We're going to be connected to the universe, to actual spirit, you know, the whole, the whole damn thing. Witchcraft for me is just taking it without fear. Witchcraft for me is saying fuck you to fear. And even if you're scared, doing it anyway. There's always something amazing at the other side of whatever you're doing. My mother used to always tell me when I was a little girl, behind fear, there is nothing. And even though that phrase always helped me so much whenever I was a little girl, I would like to change it a little bit now that I am an adult. I would like to say, behind fear, it's your best life. Behind fear, it's your best you. Behind the fear that you're feeling right now is satisfaction and cool shit that you've never been able to grasp before because you've never, you know, crossed that threshold from comfort into fear and then into, you know, freedom. 
behind fear, there's freedom. At least that's how I see it. That's how it's worked for me. And I think that witchcraft gives us that space to say, you know what? I'm scared and this is new. And this is something that I might be judged for. But fuck it, I'm going to do it. And that's an amazing fucking feeling. That's an amazing feeling that you get only when you give yourself a chance. And I think that's a very big part of what witchcraft is for me. Taking a chance. Also, I think witchcraft for me is rebelling. Rebellion. I know it sounds weird. I'm going to try to explain it the best that I can. But it's saying I am not going to be scared into submission by your society standards. I am not going to let you walk all over me. Because I know that I have power and you know that I have power and you don't want me to use my power because you're scared of it. But guess what? I am not scared of it. So for me, witchcraft is active rebellion against everything that you have been taught. I mean, how many women were burnt at the stake? How many women were tortured, hung, drowned, beaten, stoned? Just because they decided that it was time for them to become their own person. To do whatever the fuck they wanted to do. Most of those women were healers. Were women of science. Were women that dared to know more than they were supposed to know. They dared to stand up to the people that were in power. They dared to say something against whatever they thought was wrong. And stand up for what was right. They dared to rebel. They dared to be something that the world wasn't ready for. And they were burnt. And they were killed. But guess what, bitches? Those witches reincarnated. And we are still alive. And we are here to stay. This time is great for us. Why? Because we are able to express ourselves like we weren't able to express ourselves back then. Right now, we are able to say, fuck it. And we are able to do whatever the fuck we want to do in this time. Now, I am not saying that we do not receive judgment and that we are not safe from being shunned from our families or treated poorly for our beliefs. But we're free. I mean, heck, I am a witch that is having a podcast. Literally, I don't know, like a hundred years ago, I would be burning at the fucking stake. And you know what? I think I did. I think I did. I heard somewhere. I think it was a tech talk. <laughs> I think it was a tech talk. I heard that the people, especially, oh, my Spanish coming out, especially <laughs> witches that were burned at the stake in their past life now are extraordinarily fascinated by fire. I really don't remember who said that. Ah, oh, damn it. I really, really don't remember who said that. But it was one of the amazing witches that are in TikTok. One of them said something about it, and I thought it was super, super interesting. And I don't know. I really haven't done a past life regression, but I definitely want to do one sometime. And I think 
this is just a feeling. I don't even know if it's true or not, but I think that I might have been burned at the stake in one of my past lives. And I mean, if in my past lives I am how I am right now, I've definitely, I was definitely burned at the stake. So all of this rambling to say, I believe that witchcraft is about rebellion, rebelling against what you thought was right. And, you know, not rebelling as in taking everything good that you learn and changing it for something different. I am not saying that. I'm just saying choosing to question. Question what you learn. Question what you know. That's witchcraft. Questioning how things are. Why things are. Rebelling against the things that are not okay. Making your own path. A better path that you were on. That is witchcraft to me. Witchcraft is also about change. Transformation. The person that I was before I started this whole new path, this beautiful path of witchcraft, is very, very different from the person that I am now. For one, I can tell you that I'm stronger. I can tell you that I'm way more outspoken. I can tell you that I am way better mentally. I am very, very different from what I used to be before I became a witch. I've been transformed in a lot of ways. And that's because I did the work. And I am doing the work. And I will continue to do the work. To become a better person. Not just a good witch. Or a better witch. I stand taller. I am more fearless. I am sweeter. I am more patient. I am more tolerant. I am more loving than I used to be. I let myself feel my feelings way more than I used to. And actually, this is very interesting because um, this definitely ties in with what I was talking about at the beginning of this episode about change and how I'm scared of the changes that are happening in my life. But guess what? That is witchcraft. Change. Transformation. Of course, change can be scary, definitely. But it's so necessary, especially in a path like this. You cannot stay the same person you were when you began. Change is necessary in all areas of life. And witchcraft is no different. Even from one day to another, you are changing, you are learning, you are growing, your cells are regenerating, your body is becoming stronger, your body is becoming older. You are definitely changing. You cannot stay the same as you were. It's the same with your spirit. You evolve. You become better. You become wiser. You learn more things. You grow. You flourish. It's something amazing. Actually, I want to talk to you guys about something. <laughs> I'm really excited. Um, 
in the making of this episode, a lot of things have been happening. It's been a whole experience, honestly. Probably it's why it's been taking me a while to be able to, you know, do this episode and publish it and all that. But I've been learning a lot. So recently, (laughs) recently I started working with Hecate. And even saying that, it's like, oh my God, I feel like, I feel like it's a dream or something. Because I've always loved the idea of working with her and I've always definitely, definitely admired her so much. But there was always something that told me, no, wait, give it a moment. You know, I I kind of knew that I wasn't ready to start working with her because she's definitely intense. And you definitely require a little bit more, you know, knowledge and understanding of yourself and your path in order to start working with her. But... It's been such an amazing experience. Even in these days, I've learned so much about myself and I've learned so much about the path and I've learned so much about her. A lot of things made sense. A lot of things in like from my life made sense. (laughs) I'm going to share a little story with you guys that I find super cute and super comforting. Well, it's a very personal story, but it's very beautiful. So ever since I was a little girl, the moon has always been like this beacon of love and kind of like, I don't know, protection even. I, I, I can't really explain it. Thing is... When I was a little girl and I was scared, if I could see the moon, if I could see the light of the moon coming through my window, I knew that I was going to be okay and I knew that I was fine. And when I couldn't sleep, I would literally talk to her. And even though it wasn't like she answered back, she listened and I knew that she was listening and I knew that that, yeah, I knew that she loved me. It's weird. I've always, you know, talked to the moon my whole life. She's been always there. And guess what? Turns out Hecate is goddess of the moon. No wonder. No freaking wonder. She's always been there, you know, just in the sidelines. And now that I've evolved enough, that I've learned enough, and now that I am actually at a crossroads in my life and in a moment of transition, because she also is goddess of the crossroads and goddess of lost souls, the keeper of the keys. And the torchbearer, she's a guide. Now that I am at a crossroads in my life and that I'm kind of 
a lost soul in my own right. She came like almost like a mother figure, like telling me, child, I'm with you. You're not alone. You are not alone. It was amazing. It was just so comforting and so cool. These past few days, I've been feeling like I don't belong anywhere. Well, honestly, that's been a replaying theme in my life. Like I don't belong anywhere. I've always felt that way. Always. Since since I'm a little girl. I've always, always felt like somebody misses me. Like this is not where I belong. Like I'm supposed to be somewhere else. And recently, she came to me, and it was like just this familiar energy. And it was as if I've always known her, and at the same time, it was as if I've been craving her without even knowing that I was craving her. It was so weird and so amazing. But that is definitely something that I would not have experienced without change and without transformation that witchcraft has provided for me. Hecate has always been there for me and I never knew it because I hadn't evolved and I hadn't changed and I hadn't learned everything that I know now. But now that I do, I can see it. It's been just so amazing. I, <laughs> I can't say it enough. It's been amazing. And it so happens that in the making of this podcast, she's been teaching me a lot of things that I didn't know before. And it's almost as if she's been telling me, don't finish the episode yet. Don't finish it yet. Give it a moment. You have to learn this. Give it a moment. You can say this. Give it a moment. They have to hear this. And the more that I learned, the more I'm like, oh my God, that is why I couldn't finish the episode when I wanted to finish the episode. Because (laughs) this episode, it has to do a lot with change and it has to do a lot with what witchcraft is. And I thought I knew what witchcraft was for me when I started it. But then when I started working with Hecate, she showed me a lot of other things that witchcraft is as well. And that witchcraft provides for us. And that witchcraft has provided for me in my own life. So that is why I haven't been able to finish it. That is why I've been not putting it off but kind of almost in a meditative state about it. You know, just learning, 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 learning. I'm reading books right now. I'm I'm reading books on her. (laughs) I am always reading books. Okay, who am I kidding? I'm not reading them. I'm listening to them because I have ADHD. And yeah, reading a book is impossible for me. But I listen to them and I retain all the information and I take notes and shit. And... (laughs) Holy heck, it's been so transformative. Even in the way that I 
go about the spells or go about my practice. Right now, my practice has kind of been silent, stagnant. I wouldn't use the word stagnant because uh, it hasn't really been stagnant. It's just been silent. A lot of stuff has been happening recently. <sighs> I'm definitely at a crossroads. I'm definitely being transformed. I'm definitely being changed. And my life is shifting. There have been a lot of things happening, not only in my life, but in my family's life. And it's been a lot. So I've kind of taken a time from witchcraft, not, not from witchcraft, because it's not like I stop being a witch or anything, but like from doing stuff, you know, like spells to focus a little bit more on my mental health. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much open about that. I, I'm going to therapy and it's been helping me a lot. It's been changing me a lot. But the more that I learn and the more that I go inward, the more that I see why it is that Hecate was introduced to me in this time, exactly in this time. And it's because I needed her and she knew it. It was like, like water in a desert. That's seriously the only thing that I can compare it to, like water in a desert. I did not know that I was needing her this much until I met her. Last year, I low-key kind of knew that she was around because I started seeing a lot of spiders. A lot, a lot, a lot of spiders. <laughs> I was living with my grandma at the time, taking care of her, and I started seeing a lot of spiders in my room, a lot of spiders in the kitchen, just a lot of spiders everywhere. And I love spiders. Like, it wasn't a problem for me. I absolutely love spiders. But, you know, I saw those spiders and the first thing that came to mind was Hecate. And was like, huh, okay. So I just left it at that, you know. I mean, I left the spiders there, do their job, whatever. I, I love them. They don't bother me. Yeah, they don't bother me. They're amazing. I love them. So I just left it at that. But I started seeing more and more and more, you know, Hecate, Hecate, Hecate. I wasn't looking for Hecate stuff. I wasn't looking for information on Hecate. I just started finding it. So I was like, huh, this is interesting. But I, I didn't feel the pull yet, you know, as when you feel when it's like, ah, time. I didn't feel it yet. I just kind of knew that like, huh, okay, this could be a possibility, but I'm not quite ready yet. I didn't feel ready and I didn't feel that pull. But the more that I got transformed and the more that I learned and the more that my life started shifting and quite honestly, the more pain that I was feeling, the more that I was changing, the more that I was shifting to the point that I came to a crossroads. 
and then Hecate appeared. It was undeniable. It was her. And she was telling me, child, it's me. And it's time. And it was like, ah, mother. All right. Well, I will have to cut off this episode into a two-parter because apparently this is just too much information (laughs) to put in just one episode. So this episode, episode two, is going to be part one. And then episode three is going to be part two. I will post them both together so you can just go right into the next one. And um, yeah, well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening to me. You can follow me on my social media. It's at Firechant. That is F-I-R-E dot C-H-A-N-T at Firechant. And I would love to have you there as well. And we'll, yeah, go right ahead to the next episode to hear the next part of this one. You will not want to miss it. Right? See you there. Bye.